2023, I reached over 88 million people across all of my different social media channels. And so in today's episode, I'm going to be breaking down my exact strategy to grow that number even higher in 2024. In case you're brand new here, my name is Brock Johnson. I am a social media marketing strategist, and basically it's my job to help you get more followers and then turn those followers into dollars. And so today I thought it would be helpful if I shared my exact blueprint, my goals, my plan, my strategies, and all of that for 2024 down to the exact number of posts I plan on making per day and how I envision making all of this possible. And also before we even get into today's episode, I want to say that while I will be making recommendations throughout this episode, this is what I'm doing. This is what works for me in this current season of my life. And I'm not necessarily saying that this is guaranteed to work for you. This is guaranteed what you should do. This is a best practice. This is what I have found works very well for me and my audience and my own personal life, my preferences, my goals and my boundaries. And really keep that in mind as you listen to my goals, because that's where I start. Before I come up with my strategy, my plan, my outline, or anything like that, I start with my goals. What do I want to achieve in this year? Because depending on what you want out of your social media, the way you interact and the way you use your social media is going to be very different. And you might see that when you compare my social media to my mom's social media. If you follow both of us on Instagram or on TikTok, it's very obvious that we are following different strategies. Although we now have a similar number of followers, around six or 700,000, we have very different strategies and it's because we've been doing this for different amounts of time. And more importantly, we have different goals moving forward. My mom, the other co-host of this podcast, Shalene Johnson, has been in the online entrepreneurship space pretty much since it began. Really for the last 20 to 25 years, she's been in this space. She's been making a name for herself. She's been speaking on stages and she's been accumulating followers. And so she's very well known at this point and she's not necessarily in a stage of her life or her business where she wants to be growing and getting more followers and being exposed to new audiences. Instead, she really wants to go deep with her existing audience and she wants to nurture them. That's why you see much less of a niche on her page. That's why you see her doing things like very personal podcasts and even the top tier loyal super fans who want to become subscribers and pay for her weekly podcast. That's why you see more inconsistencies within her posting frequency on Instagram, for example. Her goal is to really nurture the community that she has rather than growing a newer or larger community. For myself, on the other hand, while I have been doing this for about seven years now, I'm still relatively new to the game and I didn't really catch my big break until I blew up on Instagram in 2021. And so when you think about it that way, I've really only been doing this for a few years and I'm still in a stage where I'm trying to make a name for myself, grow my personal brand and reach a new audience because the vast majority of people within online entrepreneurship or that are interested in online entrepreneurship most likely have no idea who I am. And so with all of that being said, my exact goal for follower counts or subscriber counts in 2024 are as follows. In 2024, I hope to reach 1 million followers on Instagram. Again, I'm about to cross the 700K mark at the time of recording this episode, and it's definitely fluctuated. There have been months where I've grown by 30 to 50,000, and then there have been months where it's been slower and it's been more like 10 to 15,000 new followers. Another goal of mine in 2024 is to grow my TikTok to a quarter of a million, so 250,000 followers on TikTok. I used to have a TikTok account that had about 350,000 followers. 
I've done multiple episodes explaining what happened with that account, but basically I decided to shut it down and start over. So at the time of recording this, I have about 2000 followers on TikTok and my goal is to grow that by basically 100 times in 2024. And I do think that goal plays into the Instagram goal because as I build followers and get recognition on TikTok, I do expect at least some of those people to funnel over to Instagram as well. And then my final social media related goal is to grow this very podcast, this YouTube channel to 100,000 subscribers. So if you're someone who's listening to this right now and you don't usually watch on YouTube, but you've been thinking about it or you just want to support the channel, I would really encourage you and really uh, it would mean a lot if you went over to YouTube and just press that subscribe button. We had a lot of success with this channel, which we just put on YouTube in 2023, already at about 14,000 subscribers. And my goal is 100,000 by the end of 2024. I've said this before, but I'll say it again. If you can achieve your goals alone, then your goals are too small. If you can achieve your dreams without a team, then your dreams are too small. You're not dreaming big enough. And that's important to say right now up front because a lot of the strategies and a lot of the systems that I'm gonna tell you about today that work for me, they work because I have a team. And you may be thinking, well, I'm just starting out. I don't need a team yet. And I would argue that until you get a team, you're always going to feel like you're just starting out. Very rarely does it happen that your business blows up or your social media blows up. And then you're like, okay, now I'm going to hire a team. By that point, it's probably because you're feeling overwhelmed. And I would even argue that by that point, it's too late. So get out ahead of things and start preparing by exploring hiring a team. And I shouldn't even say hiring a team. If you don't have anyone on your team yet, just explore hiring one single person. We've done previous episodes of Build Your Tribe about this topic, but if it's something that you would like us to talk more about in the future, then let me know. And we can definitely talk more about hiring and who to hire and who to hire first in 2024. But in 2023, I read this really great book and we actually all did as a family, my mom, dad, myself, we all read it together. I think my sister read it too. I'm not sure if Sierra did, but the book was called Who Not How. And if I was to summarize the book, essentially the whole book was trying to argue that growing in business or in life, getting better, improving is less about how you're going to do those things and much more about who is going to help you do those things or who is going to do those things for you. And so one of my big goals or challenges for you in 2024, if you don't already have a team, a staff, or even a single person helping you out, consider adding that one person, hiring someone, whether it's a social media manager, an editor, someone who's going to help you with copywriting and script writing. Hiring one single person can make a significant difference. And then it might even give you that aha moment that I know I had after hiring my first virtual team member, which was like, wow, I see how much more time this can give me. I see how much more freedom and flexibility just hiring one person can give me. And so now almost every single year, we've continued to expand our team. In 2023, one of my goals was to hire three new team members, and that's just for my personal team. That doesn't include our Insta Club Hub team, our podcasting team, the Team Johnson team. That's just me and my wife within our personal business and our personal team. And in 2024, I hope to hire, I think my goal is three new team members in 2024 as well. So again, if you can achieve your dreams without a team, then you ain't dreaming big enough. Those were my goals for 2024. Let's talk about the frequencies of posting that I'm going to use in order to strategically achieve those goals. 
First is podcasts, aka YouTube videos, depending on where you're consuming this content. And my goal is to just maintain there at two per week. But one thing that we started doing at the end of 2024 is being much more strategic with the titles of each of the episodes and with the content that we are covering. That is how we've been able to reach significantly more people with the podcast and grow the subscriber and listener count of this show. So that's my goal is to really just maintain this consistent level of two episodes per week. And by the way, when I'm talking about podcasting and YouTube, I guess it would be helpful throughout this entire episode to kind of let you know behind the scenes what we have or who we have plugging away. We do have an entire team who helps us edit, publish, upload, and optimize these YouTube videos. We have two different YouTube consultants who help us with the overall strategy and planning, as well as looking at the analytics, what's working and what isn't. Of course, we have my mom and myself who can bounce ideas off each other and help brainstorm and script out and outline these different episodes. Episodes. We have our podcast manager, Kristen, who is wonderful, who kind of makes sure that every single box is getting checked and everything is getting done and we're staying up to date and on schedule with the podcast. We also have multiple editors, we have thumbnail designers, and we have YouTube managers who are really keeping tabs on everything with YouTube and with the podcast more generally. So really the majority of the work that my mom and I have to do for podcasting is scripting, outlining, coming up with the actual name of the show, and then actually, of course, recording the show as I am right now. But once we're done with that, we largely pass it off to the team and they take care of most of the rest. The second frequency that I'm going to be focused on with social media in 2024 is two Instagram feed posts per day. And really that's a minimum because some days I will do three or even four Instagram feed posts per day, but two per day is my minimum. And of those two, one is always going to be a reel and one is always going to be a non-reel, whether it is a photo or a carousel or an infographic, something else besides reels will be shared every single day onto my Instagram feed. And that's because without doing an entire episode on this stuff, Subject, it is statistically accurate to say the more you post, the more you grow. There have been numerous studies done now that have shown that there is a direct correlation between post rate and growth rate on Instagram. So with my goal being to grow by about 300,000 followers on Instagram this year, I know that in order to achieve that, I'm going to have to keep my post frequency, my post rate very high. And don't worry in just a little bit, like I've already said, I'm going to be talking about my strategies, not just my frequency, but the actual strategy behind the frequency and what kinds of posts I'm making. And I'm going to walk you through my overarching kind of workflow or my systems that I have in place in order to make these things possible because maybe you're already feeling stressed out and overwhelmed hearing that I'm going to post multiple Instagram feed posts per day and two podcasts per week and I haven't even got into TikTok yet, which speaking of on TikTok, I'm going to be posting at least two TikTok posts per day. One of those will be a trend and the other one will be an original audio. And then, yes, of course, I'm not going to neglect all of the other social medias. I do mainly focus on YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. If you want to know why, check out the episode that I did last week about the big three social media. I believe the topic of the episode was which social media is right for you in 2024. And I spent the majority of that episode talking about Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Those are my focus in 2024, but I am also active on every other social network I'm active on. On Twitter, on threads, on Pinterest, on LinkedIn, on Facebook, of course. And I'm able to do that largely as kind of an afterthought, secondary platforms. These are not platforms where I am currently investing a lot of time, energy, or effort. But in 2024, I am considering one of those new team members that we bring on being someone who can really 
focus in on one of those other platforms and potentially grow those platforms. Maybe I'm going to hire a Pinterest expert to manage and help grow my Pinterest. Maybe I'm going to hire someone for LinkedIn or Threads or Facebook. I'm not entirely sure yet. That's still kind of up in the air. Again, those aren't really priorities at the moment, but it's something I am considering in 2024. My main platforms though, like I said, are podcasting, aka YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. And I plan on posting two times per day on Instagram, two times per day on TikTok, and two times per week on the podcast. Instagram is a beast. There is no lie that every single week the algorithm changes, there's a million new features, there's so much to keep track of, so much you have to worry about, and all you're trying to do is scroll your business, trying to get more customers and make more sales on Instagram. That is why we created the Insta Club Hub to help you learn exactly what you need to know to stay up to date with the changes that are actually relevant to you as a business owner and to help you grow your following and customer base on Instagram. You can check it out, best part, for only $7. You can join a two-week trial for only $7. That's 50 cents per day for two weeks. And all you have to do to grab that trial offer is go to instaclubhub.com forward slash trial. Again, that link will be down in the description. But right now, while you're listening, you can just open up your Safari browser or whatever internet browser you use and just go to instaclubhub.com forward slash trial. All right, now let's talk strategy, and I'm going to really focus in on my Instagram strategy because I don't have a robust strategy for TikTok or for the podcast just yet. For TikTok, really, my only strategy that I'm sticking with is the one trending audio per day and the one original audio per day. I'm using hashtags. I'm using keywords. I'm, of course, making sure that I'm sticking to my niche and I'm staying consistent, but there isn't like a really in-depth strategy for my TikTok, and same with the podcast here. We're uploading consistently. We're making sure that we are SEO optimized for YouTube ranking and for podcast search. And of course, we're trying to promote and grow the show. But my main strategy where I'm mainly focused in on is Instagram. And of course, Instagram is my bread and butter. Instagram is what I'm best known for and what I love doing the most. So let me share with you my full overarching strategy behind my Instagram feed and really my Instagram as a whole for 2024. And keep in mind as I share this strategy with you that I have a baseline of two posts per day. So that's about 14 posts per week. But again, some days are more. So it's really like 14 to 20 Instagram feed posts per week. That means I have 14 to 20 opportunities to kind of play around and mix and match this strategy. You'll understand more as I go through it. But okay, every single week on Instagram, I do at least two of my own self-promotions. These are usually promotions for the Insta Club Hub, and I usually divide these two promotions into one that is purely for joining the club. Maybe it's to join the trial or to get on our email list. And the second Insta Club Hub promotion is kind of like a layered promotion, if you will. It's promoting a lead magnet or an opt-in page where someone can get some sort of free download, some gift, some guide, or whatever in exchange for their email then they're on our Insta Club Hub email list. So basically, I'm doing two feed posts per week on my Instagram in order to grow my business. In addition to that, I usually do about one paid partnership per week. This can vary depending on my schedule, what partnerships I have agreed to. I never do more than two a week. I think I've never done three in a single week. Usually two a week feels like a lot to me, so I try to stick to just one paid partnership, one paid sponsored post 
per week. And of course, that is me promoting another company or brand. Also on my Instagram feed, I try to do one collaboration post per week because they're just such a great way to connect my community with someone else's community, expose my Instagram account to someone else's followers and vice versa, as well as just collaborate with other people. It's a really enjoyable thing. I love collaborating on Instagram and one of my goals for 2024 is to do about one a week. I was pretty consistent with that frequency at the end of 2023. And so my hope is that it will continue for this year. Additionally, on my feed, I try to do two super share-worthy posts per week. Shares are the best form of engagement on Instagram. They're the best way to reach new people and get new eyeballs on your account. However, if every single one of your posts is super share-worthy, the likelihood that your followers are going to share everything you post is pretty low. But instead, if you see like 10 posts from me in a week and two of them are super share-worthy, well, then you're more likely to share those two rather than sharing none because everything is kind of the same level of shareworthiness. I hope that makes sense. So two posts per week that are super shareworthy that I know are really going to hit home for people and make them want to share this post or send it to someone else. In addition to that, I do four posts per week that are super valuable and educational, ones that feel like they're you know taking you back to school and it's a really educational lesson, a lot of value, maybe a tutorial, four of those per week. And usually, those are saved for weekdays because I have found that my audience is much more receptive to learning things and sitting down and taking notes and watching my video a few times to really soak it all in Monday through Thursday than they are Friday through Sunday. Speaking of Friday through Sunday, those are the days that I reserve for my memes and my motivation. So typically those weekend days, people are a little bit, little bit more checked out. You know, they're not paying as much attention to my social media. They're, you know, weekend vibes, they're chillaxing, watching TV, whatever. And so on those days, I try to stick to either funny, relatable memes or inspirational, motivational posts with maybe like a quote or some sort of inspiring reminder. Reminder. And in addition to all of that, I do try to post about one personal post per week. That's not to say it's usually like a picture of my wife and I out at dinner, but just something where I'm maybe giving you behind the scenes into my life or sharing something more personal or a personal story that might relate back to my niche or growing on Instagram or building a business or whatever. So about once per week, I'm doing something that is personal. So again, if I was to summarize my overall Instagram feed strategy, if you're someone who's posting five times a week or three times a week, maybe Maybe you're not posting 20 times a week like I am. Really, my focus is on shareworthy content and valuable content on the weekdays. And on the weekends, I stick to more lighthearted, motivational, or meme-related content. And then when it comes to promotions, I'm promoting things about three days a week. So almost 50% of the time, I'm promoting something, whether it's myself or something from another brand or company that I'm getting paid to promote. The rest of my Instagram strategy isn't super important for growth because it's Instagram stories and Instagram live, which, spoiler alert, in case you didn't know, Instagram stories and Instagram live have almost no benefit in growing your following. Very, 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 very few new followers will ever be gained from stories or from going live on Instagram. Going live and Instagram stories definitely have a purpose and they're really great for building community, for getting a personal touch onto your Instagram or for selling, but they're not so great for growing your following. So if your goal is to grow your following in 2024, I would focus more on the feed than on stories and lives. My stories strategy is one of the things that has changed the most recently and my story strategy that I'm sticking with and that I'm recommending for 2024 is a less is more approach. 
where we used to say the more stories you posted, the more views you would get. If you were posting more than 10 a day, that would put you in the top 1% of all business owners on Instagram. And thus you'd be getting more views, more clients, all of that good stuff. Now I'm taking a less is more approach, meaning that I'm really only posting stories about three or four days per week. And on the days that I am posting stories, I'm posting one or two or maybe three. The days where I'm posting 10, 15, 20 stories are very few and far between, and they're usually intentional. It's because we're in that weird week between Christmas and New Year's and no one's really paying attention and I'm not selling anything and, and I wanted to do a more personal Q&A. Or maybe it's like my birthday and so I want to answer some questions about me that don't relate to business and so I'm going to answer a bunch of questions. Those are few and far between. The vast majority of the days, my stories are either one or two or maybe three clips long or nothing at all. And I do that because when I do nothing at all, it resets my story's algorithm. And when I come back on the following day, my views are more likely to spike up and be significantly more than if I was to just continually post and always have something up on my stories. And then for lives, my strategy for quarter one, 2024 is zero lives per week, zero lives in total. And the reason for that is that algorithmically speaking, the Instagram, no, the reason for that is because I want to go snowboarding. The reason for that is is that I have other priorities in my life rather than going live. I love going live on Instagram. It's super fun. It's super engaging. I love getting to connect with people, but the return on investment that I get from going live isn't that significant. Whether I'm looking at followers, compensation, sales, customers, whatever, it's just not that great. I get way more joy and satisfaction from spending a few hours snowboarding. And as someone who lives in the mountains and it is winter here in North America, I'm going to spend most of my Q1 2024 snowboarding rather than going live on Instagram. Now, that likely is going to change in Q2 and Q3. As I have more free time, less time snowboarding, I will probably go live more frequently. But that's not necessarily because it's going to help me all that much with growth or with sales. That's really just because it's something that I find valuable to connect with my community and to give back to my community. So I will be doing that a little bit more in the middle of 2024, but I don't anticipate doing a ton of Instagram lives or any other lives for that matter in 2024 because it just doesn't provide a huge return on investment. Now that we've talked about my frequencies, my goals, my strategies, let's talk about the kind of overview of my systems for how I'm able to make all of this happen. For podcasting, I usually record podcasts about one to two days per week, depending on the frequency. Sometimes my mom's doing more podcasts. Sometimes I'm doing more podcasts. Sometimes I'll record two or three in one sitting so that I can kind of get out ahead of it and then not have to record for a week or two. But generally, podcasting takes me about one hour per episode. These episodes are usually between 20 and 40 minutes long, which means it usually takes me a little bit less than double that in recording time. So if it's a 20-minute podcast, it's maybe 30 minutes of recording. If it's a 45-minute podcast, it's probably about an hour of recording. And that doesn't include the time spent before the podcast, outlining it, researching it, coming up with a script and a plan. And then, like I said earlier, largely once I'm done recording, the majority of my work is done. I have to make sure to up upload. I have to work with the team on the title, the thumbnail, those sorts of things. But for the majority of my work when it comes to podcasting, that is done on the front end. And then when it comes to TikTok, I don't currently have a robust strategy. That is one of the things I'm working on developing in 2024. But I also find it somewhat challenging because of my reliance upon trending audios and trending content on TikTok. I want to make sure I stay relevant. And so planning my content weeks in advance is a little bit more difficult over on TikTok. It's 
difficult to plan weeks in advance and still stay current and relevant. But it is something that I hope to develop in 2024. And that original content, the more long-winded, direct-to-camera, original audio type content, that is something that I know I'm going to be able to develop a system for, especially because on TikTok, they usually, they being the average consumer, the average viewer, they anticipate and they enjoy a lesser edited video rather than a super highly edited video. And so I see eventually being able to develop kind of like a backlog or a big list of batched content that I can post over subsequent days or even schedule to be posted for me onto TikTok so I don't have to worry about creating content every single day. But as it currently stands, I am recording new content for TikTok every single day. And surprisingly, it might not take as much time as you may think. I really only carve out about 20 minutes per day to record content for TikTok. As I am scrolling through TikTok just for my own personal enjoyment and pleasure, if I see something that gives me an idea or if I see something that is like a trending audio that I think I might be able to reuse, I will send that from my old account, which is where I still consume content, to my new account, which is where I post content. I'll send that over there. And then when I'm in my 20 minutes of recording for TikTok, I'll just quickly record that trending audio. And really the majority of my 20 minutes on TikTok creating content each day, it's spent on the original audios, the direct-to-camera videos like I've been talking about. So I am recording content every single day on TikTok. It doesn't take me that long, but nonetheless, it is something that I'm still doing on a daily basis. And last but not least, let's talk about my Instagram systems. I have built a very robust system for for my Instagram because way back in 2020 and 2021, I was flying by the seat of my pants and I took pride in that. I took pride in the fact that I would record content every single day and then post it that same day. And I was just kind of on this perpetual hamster wheel treadmill of create, record, post, record, create, post, edit, post, post. Like I was always every single day creating and editing and it was very stressful and overwhelming. And I was spending a lot more time at that stage as a content creator and someone who is working in the business rather than someone who is working on the business. Now I've been able to take a step back. I spend very little time on my Instagram. I spend much more time overseeing and really being the CEO of the Insta Club Hub rather than just creating content every single day and always you know, editing new posts and planning my next post. Instead, it's gotten to the point now where I really only record content a few days a month for Instagram. And I could theoretically go weeks at a time without even checking Instagram on my phone and it would be okay. But how did I get to this stage and what even are all the systems I have in place? Let me just say that it took a while to get here. It wasn't like overnight, flip a switch, hire a bunch of people, put all these systems in place, and then just throw my hands up and be like, I'm done. It took a lot of trial and error. It took a lot of practice and a lot of testing out with different people and different systems and different apps and softwares to make sure I had this honed in. But now I've got it to a system that is pretty easy to manage and very, very low energy and effort on my end. So the first part of my system doesn't have a particular app or software or time frame. It is just that I'm always getting ideas, getting inspiration, coming up with content, coming up with topics, learning things about my audience, learning things about my, my area of expertise, my niche, watching other people's videos. And really important too is I'm always listening. I'm always you know, reading the comments section within other industry leaders. I'm always listening to overarching trends and reading articles and blogs and listening to other podcasts and reading books about this topic, about growing a business on social media. And so that's something that I'm always doing so that my brain is kind of always thinking of ideas. Sometimes I'll be listening to a book and I'll get 20 or 30 content ideas and I'll just write them down in my notes app. 
Sometimes I'll be listening to Drake and I'll be like on a run and boom, suddenly an idea will pop into my head. Sometimes I'll be watching a YouTube video about something random like snowboarding and an idea will pop in my head. So I'll just write it down in my notes app. So as I'm going through life, I'm always getting ideas and inspiration because really as corny as it is to say, ideas and inspiration are everywhere around you. There's always something that you can talk about that you can draw inspiration from. And so I just kind of allow those things to always kind of be talking to me. It's just my job to make sure I'm listening. Then I usually pick two to three times per month where I'm going to sit down where I am right now with the microphone, with the lights, with the camera, action, and I'm going to record a bunch of content. But before we get to that step, which that step is really step three, step two is planning what I'm going to record. And I usually do that a day or two before the recording so that those ideas are still fresh, so that the creativity and the inspiration for those ideas is still flowing through me. So again, throughout the entire month, throughout the entire year, I'm just coming up with ideas randomly, writing them down. A lot of them won't be acted on. A lot of them won't even make sense later. I'm just quickly writing down things, screenshotting posts that I see, scribbling notes here and there. And then about 36 hours or less before I plan to sit down and start recording, I'll start writing outlines or bullet pointed scripts or even sometimes full on word for word scripts for the content that I'm going to then record. Then it gets to the actual recording time. And for me, I usually like to set aside one to two hours per recording session. So again, that would be two to four hours in total for the entire month of recording content, at least for Instagram and for my short form video content. Again, I'm usually sitting right here at my desk. I have my mic, my camera, my lights, all that good stuff. And I just hit record. And during that recording session, the only thing that I'm doing is changing maybe my shirt or changing like what I'm wearing. I might change the angle a little bit, but for the most part, I'm right in this spot. I'm not writing new scripts. I'm not editing. I'm not uploading. I am purely just recording. I have my little remote stop and start. I stop the video. I read my next script. I start the new one and I record the next script and I just go on banging them all out so that I can record as many in that short time frame. And I think that's important, at least for me, because I don't know about you, but I have different mindsets that I need to be in. Like the enthusiastic, charismatic, on-camera personality is not who I'm able to be 24-7, 365. I am usually very high energy. I am usually quite enthusiastic about most things in life, but getting on camera and recording is a specific time frame, a specific mindset really that I need to be in. And maybe if you're listening to this, you're someone who needs to make sure that, you know, they look put together and they have their hair and makeup done. Fortunately, I'm a guy in my mid twenties, so I don't wear makeup and my hair is like three millimeters long, so I don't have to worry about doing my hair. So it's pretty easy for me to just sit down here and start recording. But if you're someone who maybe it takes a little bit more for you to get in that recording mindset, in that recording setting, or being mentally and physically ready to record, then plan those things out ahead of time. Schedule them quite literally into your calendar so that you can prepare and be ready when it is time to record. And then when you are recording, don't constantly be stopping yourself to do other little things, get distracted, trying to script while also recording, trying to edit while also recording. Don't do any of that. Just sit and record. Then once I'm done recording, the majority of my work is now done. I then upload all of the raw content into Google Drive, which is what me and my team use to communicate and share files. So I upload all of my content there and then I have my 
assistant label all of the content. She then lets my editor know that the content is there, it's properly labeled, and it's ready to be edited. From there, of course, my editor edits. She does about 16 edits per month for me of these more professional looking short form videos and reels. She does 16 per month. Once she's done there, she lets my social media manager know. My social media manager can then schedule all of my content. So she has all of my strategies in mind. She knows all of my minimums, all of my goals. She has all of these best practices that I basically shared with you today. I've shared with her. So she is then able to use Metricool to schedule all of my content. And then last but not least, she just lets me know so that I can give final approval. So really, I'm just recording and uploading the raw content. And then from there, my team is handling the rest. They're handling the labeling, the editing, the uploading, the scheduling, all of that good stuff. And then all I have to do is come in at the very end, make sure that all the posts look good, add some captions here and there, make sure things are going to be posted when I want them to be posted, and then we're good to go. And that's really it for my Instagram. Of course, I'm always tracking how posts are doing. I'm making sure to keep tabs on what I've posted recently to see how it's performing, to make sure that it's resonating with my audience and that they're responding well to it. And then the only other strategy that I haven't shared today that does play a huge role in my social media content, in my social media hyper-frequency. I think Marketing Harry one time called my Instagram level of consistency, and he called it hyper-consistency or something like that. And I think that is true, and it does oftentimes when I tell these numbers to people, it feels crazy and un unobtainable. But one huge strategy that I haven't mentioned so far today that I use on a daily basis for about 75% of my content is what we call upcycling. Upcycling is essentially the idea of reposting or recreating something you have shared in the past. So really, you're taking a post that you posted more than 90 days ago, more than three months ago, and you're either posting it again, or you're kind of freshening it up a little bit, changing a few things, tweaking the caption, maybe changing out the hook, and then posting it again. That way, you're not constantly burdened with having to come up with new content and new ideas and new posts. Instead, you can just take the things that have already performed well and that have already shown that they're going to be a quality post or get good engagement, and you are posting them again, which means they're likely going to get good engagement the second time. And like I said a moment ago, this is for about three out of four of every post I make. About 75% of the content that I share is not new. About 75% of the content is either a recreation of something from the past or a direct repost of something that I have shared before. And in doing that, I'm able to alleviate myself, quite literally, of 75% of the work that you might expect me to have to do describing everything I've described so far in this podcast. Of course, a huge caveat for all of this is that you have to have a backlog of posts. I've been creating content online for like 15-ish years now, long time. And I've been creating content about growing on Instagram for like the last five years. So I have five years worth of content that I can pull from. I have five years worth of consistent posting that I can pull ideas from and that I can recreate or repost. So if you're someone who's brand new to social media, it might not be as easy for you. You might not be able to repost 75% of your content, but maybe you could repost 10%. That's 10% less work that you don't have to do. Maybe you have 20% of your content from 2023 that you're going to reuse or recreate in 2024. Well, that's now 20% less work, 20% less time, energy, and effort that you have to spend. The only time, energy, and effort you have to spend is 
posting the content again, which theoretically should only take a few seconds. Again, I want to remind you that these were my own frequencies, strategies, and systems for 2024 based on my own personal goals for 2024. So your systems, strategies, and frequencies are likely going to look different than mine. We're all in different seasons of our life and in our business, but I hope today was eye-opening for you. I hope you learned a few things. I hope you had a few takeaways from this episode. If you're still trying to figure out which social media is best for you in 2024, I recommend checking out the episode I did just last week on exactly that topic, trying to figure out which platform you should be focused on this year. Thank you so much. And as always, happy networking. <music>